the bridge. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the 8160. It's Tuesday evening, Tuesday afternoon, and I hope your week's off to a good start. And I hope you had a great weekend. Uh, my name is Chris Aguirian, and your radio is tuned to 90.9 The Bridge. We get to hang out with you every Tuesday night at 6 o'clock for an hour and host the 8160 and talk about different music coming out of this region from the 816 and surrounding area codes. And this is going to be a fun show. You know, since the pandemic, we haven't been able to do anything live, but every once in a while, we try and make it feel alive and bring some guests in. And Sarah comes back to hang out with us and co-host the show. And this week is that show. Sarah's here hanging out with us this week. And we've also got a very special guest, Madison Ward, hanging out with us as well. Madison Ward and the Mama Bear just last week were announced as new support on the on the big show happening out at Azura Amphitheater, Azura Credit Union Amphitheater, <laughs> opening up for Jason Isbell and Lucinda Williams on August 3rd, a massive show. And I'm excited for that show to come to town. I'm excited to have Jason Isbell back in town. As I've been preparing for the show, I've been listening to Madison and Ruth's catalog, and I really miss those songs. I really miss, you know, for so long, it was really easy or easier to go out and see you play like once a quarter. But now I haven't seen you play for like, 20 quarters <laughs> so it, it'd be nice to see you up on stage out at azura opening up for jason isbell yeah but um, hot, it's been a hot minute man it's been uh i've been uh i've been itching to get back out there and playing i think that you made the amphitheater name up though as you said it. i think that was made up <laughs> Am I wrong? Am I, wrong? I think it was somewhat. There was something made up in there. It sounds like the name of like one of my cousins, I think. <laughs> Azura and... Uh, Marie Antoinette. Yeah, <laughs> yeah what did this thing used to be called Sandstone, and now it's... Uh, Sandstone was a nice, clean name, and now it's like T-Mobile Center or something. For I think it's funny how many kids know it as sandstone and it hasn't been sandstone since most of them were alive. It's because it's still sandstone, isn't it? I mean, well, I mean, as a person who has worked in marketing for a very long time, I'll, I'll do my due diligence to call it Azura credit union amphitheater. Cause I understand it's a sponsor. And when you get a sponsor, you can put in new bathrooms and a new bar and make the parking lot better and make the green room better for people like you to enjoy before you open up for Jason Isbell. And you Uh, actually say Azura. It's not Azura. I have to, I have to make sure I'm going. I'm not sure. I I love uh, Azura Ray, the the project Mm. from Maria Taylor. And um, I can't remember her name from Omaha. And I, I say, okay. I guess I roll like that still. But okay, um, all right, yeah, I'll say know. it on stage. Thank you for coming to the Azura Credit <laughs> Union uh, Wireless Amphitheater. <laughs> Blame Chris Aguirian if that's wrong. Yeah, Maybe yeah. there's a, a piece of tape at the foot of the stage, like Uptown, 
that maybe it spells it phonetically for you. That oh, would be, be handy. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. I, I would the, still mess that up, though. At I the foot of the stage of Record Bar, it used to say, you are in Missouri. Oh, wow. Also so smart. people wouldn't say Kansas City, Kansas. Right, right. And some people get really offended by that. One time I did a show in Reading, Pennsylvania, and I said, thank you, Reading, because it's spelled R-E-A-D. And they were like, Reading. And I said, you know what? I, I, I'll be honest. I'm going to say it right here. This is a hot take just for your show. I don't like Reading, Pennsylvania. <laughs> and I told them, I said it. I'll be honest. I went there and I felt terrible. And I, and I just said, you know, I, I think deep down I got it wrong because it was a self-fulfilling prophecy of not enjoying the city that I was playing. But, <laughs> but the people in the crowd were great. I just didn't like the city. And, and to this day, your Spotify numbers in that community crush, right? <laughs> oh, dude, that was our whole demographic. <laughs> it was all Reading, Pennsylvania. Maybe that's why I didn't like it. I don't like any, like the old uh, Groucho Marx. I don't like any club that would have me as a member and that's maybe that's where i'm coming from with it well to reset for a second uh, this is the 8160 on 90.9 the bridge and we've already derailed so hang on and buckle up because it's going to be a fun one it's me chris agarian and sarah bradshaw joining us back as co-host of this show along with madison ward who's going to have a couple great shows coming off the summer but uh, to step back one second, I hope you had a great weekend. There was so much cool stuff happening in town. Uh, Record Bar reopened on Thursday night. They had after parties for West Bo- um, Bluegrass in the Bottoms, which was three nights of concerts over at Grinders. And then they had after parties at Record Bar. And in the true tradition, if anywhere in the world there is ever a drought, all you have to do is book a Bluegrass in the Bottoms music festival and it will <laughs> rain. <laughs> Those poor people have got rain. I think, I think it's existed four years, all four years of that event. But people still came out and they had a good time. Um, Azura or Azura Credit Union Amphitheater. <laughs> now that you made me self conscious, um, opened up with Sticks. They played out there, and it looked like they had a great massive uh, double rainbow when they were uh, coming and take the stage. Katie Gans play. Uh, Played down at Lemonade Park. I think they sold out Lemonade Park. And what else did I have in my notes? There's so many shows were out there happening. Events are back. I uh, was part of an event in the bottoms on Sunday that absolutely crushed. And people are hungry for stuff. People are hungry to go to shows. And that's great. Uh, if you're comfortable and you're vaccinated and you feel good to get out there, it'd be great to have you. It'd be great to have you jumping back in the concert pool. And I know for this show's sake, August 3rd, out at Azura Credit Union Amphitheater, Madison Ward <laughs> opening up for Jason Isbell along with Lucinda Williams. And also on their calendar, uh, they're, they're going to play Camp Leavenworth on Friday night, September 24th in downtown Leavenworth. And then on Saturday night, coming back home, Melissa Etheridge will be playing in her former hometown. Not her former hometown, in her hometown. And um, also after your set that night, it'll be very uh, festive. There's a big fireworks show, fireworks display oh, after your guys' cool. set on the Friday night. Oh, that's but, uh, Yeah, so to celebrate these shows, and because they asked if he could come in and hang out with us, of course I'm going to say yes. We've got Madison Ward hanging out with us, and it's always a fun show. I think you've been a guest, I don't know, three or four times. Yeah, I know right. we did one of these Zooms for your quarantunes. Oh, which yeah. was a lot of fun. That was a and really then, cool um, thing. Yeah. That was a lot of fun. And uh, I think I played like nine of them. 
Yeah, you played every, yes. every, I think almost everyone I had written up to that point. And that was a really, uh, you know, it was an interesting time, you know, because the pandemic was so crazy. Every, no one knew what was going on. They're listening to songs I wrote in 30 seconds on the radio with a that I recorded with my phone. And, you know, you're spinning them like real records. And uh, something was really cool about that. It felt a little bit punk rock and it felt like a makeshift sort of, this is what's going on uh, during a time where we don't know what's going on so yeah. i don't know i don't know i really appreciated that i thought that was really cool yeah i appreciate you doing that yeah man it was it was a fun one yeah. um well as i tried to stick to bullet points it's not gonna happen with me yeah. Yeah. I'm, I know I'm it's like not. actively trying to derail you just because i like to watch you squirm we've already talked for a half hour before yeah. we pushed record on this whole show so um I wanted to take it back to where it all started and play some music. I wanted to play silent movies, but before I did that, when I was getting ready for the show and I had to have known this, but I must've forgotten it, but to go back to the David Letterman show, which I miss so much. And I know Conan O'Brien just got uh, taken off the air over the last week. And Mm -hmm. um, the people that I think of as late night are all gone now. But um, when you did Letterman, first off, it was amazing. But the, one of the guests that night was Coach Bill Belichick, which is crazy uh, that you were there when, you know, that he was there. But I know I've heard stories from you playing there. But before we play silent movies and then a song from Jason Isbell, tell me a story from that night when you and your mom were at Letterman. Because I know that whole thing was so rushed. That song had come out. It was rushed to iTunes. It was, you guys got on Letterman fast. You were going to South By to play the big room at South By. I was in the room when you played it and it was awesome. But uh, tell me a story from that night that I don't know. Um, let's see, that you don't know. So I have to think about what you what I have or haven't told Just you. amuse me and then it, it'll I'm entertain gonna... others. Okay, I'm going to amuse you. <laughs> Make me laugh. Are I know, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. like Gladiator. I feel like Russell Crowe right now. Okay, I should be jiving Huntsu, but okay, so I, my mom and I, we played this thing called the Grammy Luncheon, where you go up and you just play a bunch of songs. It, or I think we played, or just like a couple songs. There was The Weeknd was there, and Fall Out Boy, and Keith Urban, and us. So it was very random. And we played, and people saw it. Rick Rubin was in the audience, and People apparently right after that small set was whenever we got the Letterman gig. Now, our record had not been finished. It wasn't done uh, being mastered. The single wasn't made. The artwork wasn't finished. Everyone started putting all these little gears just so we could go like two days later to go do Letterman. So we're going from L.A. The moment you land in Kansas City, they say, hey, go do Letterman. So we're like, oh, no, get back on a plane go out to the East coast, put all these things in motion, try to get it going. And we did the show and it was fun. Bill Belichick was there. I remember the, the woman who played Peggy and Mad Men, Elizabeth Moss, Elizabeth Moss. I was such a you know fan. I remember uh, running into her. I came out of the bathroom and she was like, Oh, hi. And I was, uh, I was shaking in my boots. And then after we did this whole show, you know, Letterman gives us the little thumbs up afterwards. Uh, we're backstage. It's all happening so quick. You don't have time to think about anything. The uh, Paul, the the band leader uh, comes Paul over. Paul Schaefer. The guy sounds like a mob boss in, in, in person. It's incredible. It's so amazing. It's like, you know, how are you, you guys doing? Oh, you're great. It's good job. Yeah, good job. Good, good. He sounds like he's a cigar in his mouth, even when he doesn't. And then we leave. Now, do you know about what happened whenever we left? 
on the show. We leave and we hop into an Uber and we're, we're leaving and a policeman is behind us and tells our Uber, hey, don't make a left turn because it's an illegal left turn. Please don't do it. And the Uber driver didn't speak a lot of English, so he wasn't sure. So he makes the left turn anyway. The, immediately, we get pulled over. <laughs> they make us roll all the windows down. They say, open up the, you know, roll the windows down. They go up to the driver and they say, why would you make a left turn when I told you not to? And the guy couldn't speak that good of English. And he just goes, oh, I just, and he starts pointing to the rest of us in the Uber, like, like they told me to do this. <laughs> and I'm sitting there going, dude, you better learn English very quickly because we're all about to go to jail. And he just goes, oh, those guys. And he said, wait, you're telling me that the people in your car are the ones told you to make that turn when I told you not to? And he just deflated and he just goes, no. And, and it was just a moment of coming from such a big high of being on Letterman to almost getting arrested. So it was a very punk rock sort of night with uh, me and my mom and my sister all in the Uber. Nice. So I don't know if you've heard that one before. I had definitely not heard that story before. <laughs> okay, good. But uh, the Doesn't voice matter. you're hearing there is Madison Ward of Madison Ward and the Mom Bear. I'm Chris Garian and Sarah Bradshaw sitting quietly, just pushing buttons for us. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> and that was a story uh, from when they played David Letterman. That was uh, February 11th, 2015. Again, Coach Bill Belichick and Elizabeth Moss were guests that night. And they played that night while wearing a T-shirt from Mills Record Shop, uh, the song Silent Movies, which is where it all began. So I thought we'd play that song to kick off this week's show. And then after that, we're going to hear from Jason Isbell, Hope for the High Road. And you can catch them all together on August 3rd out at the amphitheater in Bonner Springs. Here it is. Oh, oh, oh. 
Ricky Lee Jones has a new memoir called Last Chance Texaco, Chronicles of an American Troubadour. She'll stop by to tell stories about her life and career. Plus, she will perform music from her debut album, which earned her four Grammy nominations. It's Ricky Lee Jones in an encore edition of The Next World Cafe. Tonight at 7 on 90.9, The Bridge. Sunday, August 15th at Grinders KC, Mammoth presents Soul Asylum. I want somebody to show me. With Juliana Hatfield. Local Age. Tickets for Soul Asylum with Juliana Hatfield and Local Age are available at GrindersKC.com. Soul Asylum, Juliana Hatfield and Local Age, August 15th at Grinders KC, in support of The Bridge. From local 909 artists making movies. This is a crazy world we're living in right now. We, we watched it. We was a part of it. And we're still a part of it. It makes you think, is it ever going to stop? That's what draws me to keep working hard at music because music reminds us that the Cuban guys who speak Spanish and the people in the hill country share some common DNA. Americana, an American music conversation, premieres Thursday, July 1st at 7 p.m. on Kansas City PBS. Hi, this is Lauren. Aubrey and Tiffany, and we are Olivia Olivia Fox. You're listening to Kansas City's 90.9 The Bridge. Member-supported music discovery. I used to think that this was my town. What a stupid thing to think. I hear you biting off a breakdown. I myself am on the brain. I used to want to be a real man I don't know what that even means Now I just want you in my arms again And we can search each other's dreams I know you're tired and you ain't sleeping well Uninspired, likely man as hell But wherever you So if you're looking for some bad news, you can find it somewhere else. Last year was the son of a bitch for nearly everyone we know. But I ain't fighting with you down in the ditch. I'll meet you up here on the road. Yes. 
music from Jason Isbell. The song is called Hope the High Road, and he will be playing out at Azura Amphitheater in Bonner Springs on August 3rd. Opening up for him will be our special guest here on this week's episode of the 8160, Madison Ward. Also on the bill is the great Lucinda Williams. Thank you for hanging out with us today, Madison. And also Sarah's hanging out with us this week here on the show, too. Hi, everybody. Hey, hey. what's going on? What I want to know that night on August 3rd is when Jason Isbell plays that song. The lyrics in the song is like, last year I was a son of a gun for nearly everyone we know. I want to know how loud the crowd roars. (laughs) Because in a post-pandemic or as we're almost post-pandemic, hopefully, what that, how much that line will resonate. Yeah. So much. That's a bigger... That's a bigger line of resonate, uh, resonating, uh, resonance, resonance than resonance. dropping, yeah. than dropping the, the name of the town you're in. Like if somebody says Kansas City in the song, everybody loses their mind. But to right. me, last year is a son of a gun for nearly everyone we know. Wow. Should just be like madness. Yeah. Or no, it, it can either be madness or it could be a moment of everyone just gulping. Tears. Yeah, tears <laughs> and just so it might be madness on the inside, but you know, you could see people just sort of, you know, just trembling with um, relief and cathartic, you know, yeah. whatever. Who knows what it'll be? But yeah, I mean, I, I wonder if that's what it's going to be for a lot of shows in the future. People just, you know, you mentioned the pandemic at all. That's the universal thing that sort of everyone went through. When you go to Nashville, you know, you go sing songs about, you know, country songs that address a lot of country culture themes and everyone shouts. Now maybe pan- the pandemic will be the new thing. And we, you know, you throw it into a song or just in between songs. Last year was the son of a gun. Am I right? And everybody <laughs> just, wow. <laughs> like I could, yeah, I'm. I'm looking. We're forward also to editing that, by the way. It actually the, the word the lyrics aren't quite "son of a gun," but it just sounds more friendly in case your gun. kids in the uh, backseat and you're picking up groceries <laughs> on the way home. Right, right. Uh, right. But, but you are listening to the eight one sixty here on ninety point nine The Bridge. My name's Chris. Sarah and Madison are hanging out with us this week on the show, talking all about Madison Ward and the Mama Bear opening up for the great Jason Isbell along with Lucinda Williams on August 3rd. And also in September, uh, late September, playing with uh, Melissa Etheridge over at Camp Leavenworth in downtown Leavenworth. But uh, one of the things in my notes that I'm going to talk about before you can derail me is Uh (laughs) during the pandemic, you and your mom started a podcast called the Mad Mama Half Happy Hour podcast. And I've listened to several of them and you've landed some massive guests. Uh, You just had on Will Forte. Heidi Gardner was on there. Joseph Gordon-Levitt, who you've had an uh, ongoing relationship with. uh, And then two other up and coming comedians, Beth Stelling and Mark Normand. Um, Tell us about this podcast and what the inspiration was for it. And then uh, are you just like texting people, cool people in your phone? (laughs) <laughs> that you met when you played Big Slick and now they're all on your podcast? Well, some of them, uh, like uh, the best selling, I 
I met her. I don't think her and I ever met in person until just recently. But her and I, like, I was a fan of her stand up, and then she bought our music like immediately, and we've just sort of had a nice sort of social media relationship. And I've talked to her for years now, and uh, she just had a special come out on HBO Max, and I just reached out and asked if she wanted to. She said, "Yeah, same with Mark Norman." Throughout the pandemic, I just I liked his comedy, so I messaged him a few times, and. He just responded. And sometimes it's just the way that you're doing that. Um, I don't know Heidi Gardner uh, at all, but she is from Kansas City. And so um, so she responded. And then, uh, and, and then, yes, I have a long relationship with Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Very romantic. Just kidding. And, uh, <laughs> and then also Will Forte. Yeah, a Big Slick a member. So some of it's been people I know. Uh, we're about to have Andy Hull from Manchester Orchestra nice. on. Oh, I know you guys are boys. Yeah, yeah, such and a sweetheart. So, yeah, and just also the, the the podcast was born out of the pandemic, just being this crazy thing. A lot of rules are thrown out the window. A lot of uh, formula of what bands are supposed to be doing, how you're supposed to do shows. Like it's it's kind of weird to think of a band doing a podcast to some degree, but then again, it's uh, the ex president is doing a podcast. Uh, Barack Obama and Springsteen, anyone can do one. And my mom and I did it really to remind ourselves to practice. So we sit there with guitars and we're constantly making up music in between chatter. I like that about it. Yeah, I, I think it. I think it really hits something in our brains that just it's where her and I really connect. Uh, as mother and son the most and it's just to be able to as you said i'm derailing this interview now so we so our podcast is one giant derailment we're just constantly in and out of music and um and yeah it's it's to force ourselves to have a conversation every single week i i don't know man there's something almost therapeutic about it you walk away feeling refreshed and just sort of the the tightrope walk of not knowing what you're going to say next and, and then also throw music on top of that where are we going to go with the chords what are we going to sing and i and i swear there's some things we've made up music wise that i'm I, i'm we are putting that on a record somewhere like s- certain songs that we're going to try to refine them and uh and to know that they were born out of complete you know uh improvisation is cool podcasts have sort of become the diary for people yeah. and it's like even if no one's listening, you're doing it for yourself and it makes you feel better. Hmm. And in this instance, it's helping you write more music and play more music with your mom. And I'm sure that will lead, like you're saying to more recorded music sometime soon, but I think it became an important thing. And it it was an important thing. You couldn't find microphones. You couldn't find microphone stands anywhere during the first uh, couple months of the pandemic because everybody launched a podcast or people right. wanted to up their zoom game and went out and bought microphones and stuff. But, <laughs> uh, but it is a great podcast. Again, it's called mad mama half happy hour podcast. I listen on Spotify. You can listen wherever you stream your podcasts. And uh, I need to listen to the Will Forte one. Cause it, it feels like he's in so many great cartoons now. Yeah. I mean, he has been for a long time, but new ones that I found during the pandemic and uh, just to, hear his voice unfiltered it's a uh, great be voice cool. and he's working on a mcgruber television show right now oh, yeah. which is incredible so he's out in albuquerque where my mom used to live for a little while so it's uh yeah and he's like the sweetest guy too that guy is like general genuinely a kind-hearted individual i don't know him that well like i've met him a couple times at thunder gong but it's always been right. very brief but uh yeah he's just so sweet he acts like he's known you forever so 
um, yeah, it's been a fun podcast to do. We're the freedom of throwing things at the wall and not knowing what we're going to do. I think that there's something really beautiful about that. I think. Right. Yeah. Well, to get closer to some music, we're going to hear one from Mass Award and the Mom Bear called Everybody's Got Problems. And then we're going to hear a treatment of a Tom Petty song from Lucinda Williams called Change the Locks. And I have always loved this song, her treatment of the song, and uh, happy to share it with you here on this week's 8160 on 90.9 The Bridge. Are you a fan of Lucinda? Are you familiar with her work at all? I, I am a fan of her. That's another person whose catalog I can't tell you. A part of me is wondering... I like I I used to sing the song Lucinda by Tom Waits in the coffee shops all the time. Should I do that? Should I do that on <laughs> at the Azura Amphitheater in the open and just dedicate that to Lucinda? What Maybe you or you know when she's walking around in the back of the green room just like to uh, serenade her or something. I don't know. Yeah, I should how- follow her with the guitar and then just you know. <laughs> <laughs> they I, call me William. I worry there. for you if you if you do that. No, no, I'm going to do it, and uh, we're going to see what happens. I'll tell him Sarah told me to do this. No, yeah. <laughs> I mean you can. She doesn't know me. It's fine. <laughs> okay. you know, she's uh, she's actually has a couple connections to Kansas City via Midwest Music Foundation oh, and nice. uh, Abby that passed away with MMF, and um, she'd helped out when we needed some votes for a charity event and, uh, but she's a really nice lady and has some roots to connections to Kansas city. So happy to see you on that bill with her. I've seen her play so many times and most memorable was when she opened for Tom Petty out at, when it was called Sandstone and just an amazing night of music from both musicians. And I was glad when this cover came out years ago and we're going to play it for you now or in a minute, actually up next from Madison Ward and the mama bear, everybody's got problems and you'll probably get to hear this on August 3rd when they get to open up for Jason Isbell and Lucinda Williams at the amphitheater in Bonner Springs. Sat beside an old fire truck wondering if this life would be more than enough. And everybody's got problems, don't you want mine? Everybody's got a place to stay. Everybody's got problems, don't you need mine? Everybody's got a place to stay. Searching the same thing Looking for answers they need But what good's a man to win Life's a good mystery You're not the first one to cry when they leave Everybody's got problems Don't you want mine? Everybody's got a place to stay Everybody's got Everybody's got a place to stay. 
there a meaning at all? When we make black coffee, our wandering fades away, and we Presents Dale Watson. And that's heaven to me. Purveyor of Ameripolitan, Dale Watson. I'm going to keep on doing all these things I shouldn't do. Dale Watson tickets are available at knuckleheadskc.com. Real King Horror Attack coming on. Dale Watson. Dale Watson, Saturday, July 10th at Knuckleheads, in support of the bridge. The weekend begins this Friday night at Lemonade Park with Tiki Brawlers, Supermassive Black Holes, and Reptile. And on Saturday, the 3rd of July barbecue with Nuthatch 47, Major Matt Mason, USA, Killer City, Jonathan Brokaw, plus Nan and the One Night Stands. Tickets for this weekend's shows at Lemonade Park are available at LemonadeParkKC.com. This Friday and Saturday nights in support of the bridge. This is what Kansas City sounds like. 90.9 The Bridge. Oh, 
music from lucinda williams the song is called change the locks that's her treatment of a tom petty song that i love and i wanted to play it this week here on the 8160 as we're hanging out with madison ward of madison ward and the mama bear who was just announced last week as the opening act for the jason isbell concert on august 3rd out at the go ahead sarah what do you call the amphitheater? <laughs> at do we all just get turns here? I'm just going to say Azura. Can I do that without Azura Community Credit Union Amphitheater Arena? Yes. Ooh, that was, that was good. <laughs> I think it's called one. the Amphitheater over out in <laughs> Bonner Springs. Bless you. Thank Cover you. up for COVID. Yeah, there um, you go. But yeah, we have special guests this week here on the show, and we haven't had a lot of guests during the pandemic. Uh, we haven't been able to be live, but this week we did, uh, are happy to welcome in Madison Ward and also happy to welcome back Sarah Bradshaw, who is longtime co-host and producing this show. And since the pandemic, I think we've only got to hang out like three or four times. Yeah, that's true. Happy to be yeah. here and hang yeah, out. Absolutely. It's only been virtually. Have I seen you in person? Mm, I don't think so. Wow. It's been over like, a year. Yeah, like like a year and a half, sixteen months. Yeah, yeah. Now, Sarah, what's your situation? It looks like you. Have, is that a studio like in your home? Like, it is in my. Like, like, it's in my closet. Yeah, it looks legit though. You look like you're at a radio station. <laughs> and I mean, look at the mic there. It's like hanging from the thing. You got to do this. You got to. I'm. A, I mean, it's my job, man. <laughs> oh man! Wow. Must be nice. <laughs> I'm, I'm <kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> We've been having a good time with Madison and uh, never able to stay on track, but lots of good conversation. And if you blame missed the beginning of the show, I think I blame myself. Yeah. <laughs> if you missed the beginning, you should go back and find us on the podcast and listen to it because we got to hear a good story about them almost getting arrested after they played the David Letterman show six years ago in the back of a taxi or in the back of an Uber. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to plug, uh, starting next week, Michelle Bacon will be joining me on the show here at the 8160 all month of July as we do a special series called, uh, what are we calling it? Sound Minds. Sound Minds, yes. And it's a take on 
we had one day of programming called Sound Minds, and it was about opening up the conversation about depression. And specifically in regards to this show, it's about musicians in dealing with depression. And we're going to have four different uh, sets of guests and a lot of different music picked out by these guests each week in July. And continuing with, I think for the last five or six years, we've done a series every July and happy to have Michelle Bacon joining us this year for the series and excited to see what all comes from it. Maybe we'll play uh, that last song, Everybody's Got Problems, in uh, one of the shows uh, during the month of July from Madison Ward and the Mama Bear. But I'm excited to see how it all comes together. Well, and I think that it's cool, too, because Michelle had worked with health professionals in order to put together that survey that we had put out for musicians to respond to. And there was a massive response. So you can tell there definitely is a... Um, an an issue there that people are incredibly interested in and that needs to be talked about. So I'm looking forward to that whole month. I think it's going to be pretty phenomenal. And the medical professionals that she has, I think she's working on lining up, I think will be a nice angle to hear about on the show instead of just talking about music and uh, hear what they have to say and contribute as well. But I really like um, Michelle Bacon. Uh, I've heard her do her podcast a few times and uh, I really like her as, as a podcast host. I listened to a few of them when she first started. And uh, I told her to let me know when it came out. And uh, yeah, I was really, I like her voice and the way she conducts it. It's really cool. So, I mean, I'm glad to see that she's still doing that. Agreed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Make sure she hears that line and puts it on the, <laughs> True. Puts it on the cover of her CD. Um, <laughs> speaking of CDs, what are you guys working on? You got some new stuff you're brewing? Oh, yeah. Writing a bunch of new stuff. Hopefully recording things soon. I can't pin down any dates or anything like that. But I think if we are to record something, it would be sooner than later. I think that's the best way I could probably word it. But um, lots of stuff we've been writing throughout the pandemic and just, uh, you know, letting the music evolve naturally and just uh, feel, you know, trying to just put our heart into whatever we do. So, you know, we'll play some new stuff, I'm sure, at the um, uh, amphitheater. August 3rd event. <laughs> yes, at the August 3rd amphitheater event. And uh, so we'll play something there. How am I doing, by the way? Am I doing okay? Am I doing well on this? You are great. Okay, good. I get so. If I didn't know any better, you hosted your own podcast. Yes, I'm, I'm hosting it, but I mean, host is a very loose term when it comes to what we do on there. But yes. <laughs> You're always phenomenal, Madison. Oh, thank God. I need like constant affirmation. <laughs> I'm just going to start utilizing the chat to do that. Maybe I'm going to just do it in GIFs, like via GIFs, GIFs, GIFs. Do you say GIF or GIF? I think I say... uh, I say say Peter Pan, peanut butter. Oh, my goodness. You're so... Wow. That's... uh, I say Skippy. No, I say GIF. GIF is... What is is that about? A soft G? Get out of here. Get real. (laughs) Man. So oh, new God. stuff is out there from Madison Ward and the Mon Bear. No, no, no definitive dates. But if people go see you on August 3rd with Jason Isbell or September 24th and 5th when uh, with Melissa Etheridge, is there a chance they're going to hear a new song? Oh, yeah. I'll play new songs for sure. So please. Oh, my goodness. Sarah Bradshaw sending me a gif, jiffy and jiff on the <laughs> on the chat line here while we're talking on the Zoom. Okay. Okay. Anywho, they'll hear some new music for sure. So probably more than old to be honest nice yeah. uh, well we got one more song we're going to play and um going to play a song from Melissa Etheridge and 
years ago, I don't know how many years ago, three or four years ago, she came into the bridge to do a session and an interview with John Hart. And, um, you know, in this weird little world that we all live in, we get to see a lot of musicians and uh, rock stars. But I remember when Melissa Etheridge walked past me, she had this aura of a rock star. Mm. And she's also very little. Uh, She's a very short woman. And uh, I remember just like, I could feel it as I walked, as she walked past me with her like fancy rock star Bono, like sunglasses on into the studio. And I was like, yeah, Melissa <laughs> I, mean, I felt that one time whenever um, it was, uh, who's the coal miner's daughter again? I'm blanking. Uh, Crystal Gale? Loretta Lynn? Loretta, Loretta, Loretta Lynn. Lynn. Why did I say Crystal Gale? I, was, I had a friend who opened for Loretta Lynn, so we were backstage, and then she, I, they were, she was about to walk off stage at the Uptown Theater, I believe, and I ran over to the stairs just so I could see her walk by, and she was wearing a gold glittery dress, and it was that same feeling. I was like... You knew that this woman had seen some things. She was so beautiful and lovely and a beautiful smile and just hi and walk right by. And then a guy behind her, I think it was her son. He was wearing like a denim shirt and he just walked by. He said, yep, that's what we do. <laughs> and then I, I was like, I was like, who's this guy? Loretta Lynn was incredible. Seems out of character. The town crier. Sure. Yeah. The contrast between both <laughs> people was astounding. Was your friend on that bill... Nikki Lane or Sarah Morgan? Nikki it Lane was, was on that bill. Was that I the one at the Nikki uptown? Lane, but it, also Shelly Colvin, uh-huh. which was, uh, yeah, our attorney, his wife is a musician, Shelly Colvin. Oh, nice. and I, so I believe it's her and uh, Nikki. So I had one more question, and I don't know if I'll have time for it, but if Jason Isbell, I asked you this earlier, but if he was going to ask you out to sing any song from his catalog, just as a surprise special guest, what song would you want to rush out there and sing with him? It, it would be anything he throws my way. I, I don't know his songs. Um, I don't know his songs by title, and I'm I'm not real. I'm not really up to speed on his catalog, but I I'm familiar with him and his voice. And I ran into him once. We uh, did a show out in Telluride, and he was on the same bill. And it was a brief moment, and uh, but it was just like, hey, you know, love your voice, love your stuff. And he was really sweet and kind. And it was a, just a quick passing. But if he wants me to play anything, I'll do it. I'll play Mary Had a Little Lamb. I don't care what it is. <laughs> but uh, yeah, if he asks, I'm doing it. So that would be incredible. He does that a lot, by the way. I think he likes to yeah. do yeah mashups with other artists. And he is just an amazing dude. I've got to meet him a few times along the way. And uh, I got to show him once he had a record that came out on record store day that he never even got to see. And I showed it to him one night when when he played middle of the map at Uptown. And uh, I always think that's so funny how many musicians that I've asked to sign their record have never seen their own record, but it was a special record store day release. Um, and he signed it for me and he's a good dude. And I remember before the bridge was fully here in Kansas city, uh, he would come to town and do our annex version of our studio sessions. Just yeah. the nicest dude. And it's, it's always great when you see those people become these huge stars. Yeah. And how so his knowledgeable. Stars. Yeah. yeah. And from not only from the work he does on stage, but from all the writing he does for other musicians. And I mean, didn't he almost win an Oscar or did he win an Oscar for stars born a Grammy or an, Oh, an a, actual Oscar or a Grammy. Yeah, well, something like that. I mean, cause he was on that soundtrack. Oh, I guess so. I know. I think Natalie Hemby helped write 
for the song Lady Gaga, the one that I think the one that won actually. Was yeah, that right? Did, did Lucas Nelson yeah. wrote a good portion of that too. Yeah. I think right. him I think he might have worked with Lucas Nelson on right. some of that stuff. But right, right. yeah, just an amazing dude and happy to see him be successful. So I hope he asks you out there to sing Mary Had a Little Lamb. And I will belt it as much as I possibly can. <laughs> I'll try to try to go to church on Mary Had a Little Lamb. I don't know if you even can. Mary. Oh, you can. Yeah, yeah, you can. Come on. Yeah, I'll I'll try. You know, it might be the end of the old career, but I'll give it, I'll give it a I'll give it my the old college try. So if you've been listening, there's two ways you can see Madison Ward and the Mama Bear in the near future. August third, out in Bonner Springs with Jason Isbell and Lucinda Williams, and then September twenty fourth in Leavenworth when Melissa Etheridge will be back in her hometown playing Camp Leavenworth and. You can also check them out on their podcast, which is called Mad Mama Half Hour Podcast. Half, half, half happy, happy hour, hour podcast. Because we're not fully happy. We're about half at all times. We're about half. <laughs> and we and that's about where we like to be. It's never fully happy or never fully sad. So sorta happy. Sort yeah, of. just kind of just kind of always sorta happy. Yeah. 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 Feels good. Not, not a bad place to be. No, uh, but thank you for hanging out with us this week here on the show. I'm excited for you guys. I'm excited for new music. I, when you get those kinds of phone calls, what's what's that feel like? Honestly, it, it's you're always so appreciative that anybody wants to listen to you or wants to have you do anything, and so you're just you're grateful for it. And at the same time, I am a pretty half happy person for real. Like so, there's there I people I tell usually get to a level of excitement that I'm kind of more like, I just have to go into the mode of, okay, what am I going to do? How am I going to do it? And, uh, and then go enjoy it whenever you play. So, um, so it's, it's a very real approach in that sense. So I, I, I mean, I don't know. I don't, I, I, I get, maybe I should, maybe I should enjoy it more or flip out more in the moment when I'm told, but it's always coming from a place of extreme gratitude. I promise. That's what I feel. That's awesome. Well, thanks for hanging out with us this week, Sarah. Thanks for hanging out with us and oh, editing this so zoom call. And uh, again, August 3rd, September 24th, two chances to see Madison Ward and the Mama Bear. And then on September 25th, you can also see Melissa Etheridge playing at Camp Leavenworth in downtown Overland Park. And we're going to wrap up this week's show with her singing, Come to My Window, which was recorded, I was going to say, right here in our bridge studio. <laughs> but Chris is in but his I'm living room. <laughs> <laughs> but I am in my home as everyone else is in someone's home. Uh, but it was recorded at the bridge a while back. It's a great treatment of her song, which, you know, it was on a record that sold millions of copies and millions and millions of streams on social media, uh, on we do digital a, platforms. Can we do a little remix that says, tune into this show? You want to do something like that? Yeah. yeah. No, this is recording, so we might we just do whatever re- we can want. Cut that, that out. Yeah, <laughs> like, I, I like forever. I feel like I'm getting bad. Re- I'm looking at your guys' faces when I did that, and I can tell. All right, I know my audience. It's like, uh, that was great. I thought it was two, phenomenal. What are you talking two about? Thumbs up. Oh, okay, never mind. I told you I'm self-conscious. I <laughs> Look, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna reinforce your your yes. wonderfulness in the uh, in the chat over here. Oh, thank God. <laughs> Again, if you missed any of this, you can go to Bridge 909 and you can re-listen to this entire show because it's been filled with so many great stories. But again, thank you for hanging out with us. Uh, don't miss the two shows, August 3rd and September 24th and 25th. Here is Melissa Etheridge. Thanks, everybody. Bye-bye. Thank you for having me. I would dial the numbers just to listen to your breath. 
I would stand inside my hell and hold the hand of death You don't know how far I'd go to ease this precious ache You don't know how much I'd give or how much I can take Just to reach you, just to reach you Keeping my eyes open, I cannot afford to sleep Giving away promises, I know that I can't keep Nothing fills the blackness that has seeped into my chest I need you in my blood, I am forsaking all the rest Just to reach you, just to reach you Left to give. 
TBG Warrensburg, Kansas City. Celebrating 20 years of being the place to discover music. Member supported 90.9.